Okay, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is a show where we watch a genre, a specific type of genre every month of movies and hopefully we watch some of the best and sometimes we watch some middle of the road ones. Sometimes, like today, we watch a pretty damn good one and it's a mixed genre one, which is some of my favorite types of movies. Give me two genres that probably shouldn't work together. You got, you probably got me a good movie. So. We are starting Heist Month, and last year's Heist Month uh, still some of the highest downloaded episodes. I believe Ocean's Eleven is in third place for most downloaded episode, because second place is anything that has Terrell's name on it. All of those do really good. And in first place, obviously, because it's the first episode, so... When someone tr- tries out something new, they always go back to the first episode. So that one has a billion listens because it's the first episode. So Nightmare Elm Street probably will never be beat because it's the first one on the list. So we went with a zombie heist film. There's only one more zombie heist film that I could think of. And I don't know if Greg wants to do it because he's been, he's been picking at me to do zombie movies. And so I was racking my brain trying to find one for him and it worked out with with heist movies i want to see if i could probably do that every month whatever topic see if i can find a zombie related correlated movie that works with it but we went with the 2021 zombie heist film directed by Zack snyder i know some people out there are like boo but i will say when it comes to zombie films in action and not powers but just give me normal people fighting zombies he's pretty good at it because his first movie ever that he directed was dawn of the dead that was his first feature film and then and then he came back and did this bad boy so many years later ladies and gentlemen and everybody else we are reviewing army of the dead so it's a pretty solid one it's not connected to the world of dawn of the dead it's a spiritual successor, kind of like, oh, what's the name of that game? I want to say it's either Neuromancer or Netrunner, but then that same company made Bioshock right after. The game before works, but it's not a sequel technically because the way the zombies form and where they came from is, I mean, technically, it is not a complete sequel because <laughs> they are all in Vegas, so. If you don't know anything about Army of the Dead, it is, it's a heist film. So people team up, they work together to get to a common goal. And this goal is $50 million in an abandoned casino in the middle of Las Vegas. Why is it abandoned? Notice, because it's chock full of zombies. And they have blocked Las Vegas off. And so that's where the zombies sit. And they just mummify and get old. But then some of the zombies can walk and really think about things. And they're a little bit different. Hey, that zombie looked like a robot. Yeah, I'll talk about that too. (laughs) This movie has a lot of sub ideas that Zack Snyder just kind of tossed out there and didn't explain anything. There are robot zombies. I don't know if you saw one of those, Greg. Uh, Which one do you describe? I'm not sure if I caught it or not. Yeah. You're not referring to the one who was intelligent, no. I don't no. think you're referring to the one that was intelligent enough to wear a mask over his head so he didn't get shot in the dome, right? No, no, no. He's just smart. But when they were in that hallway, uh, when, what was it, Guzman was in that hallway and he was shooting at zombies, one of the zombies sparked. His head sparked when he got shot in the head. And someone asked Zack Snyder about it, like, well, why did that zombie's head spark? He's like, oh, because it was a robot. <laughs> And then they were like, what does that mean? And he's like, hmm. And he went about his day. So <laughs> I don't know if nope. the zombies are making new zombies with robots. I don't know. Uh, later on in the movie, he brings up a time loop theory in that this might not be their first time doing this heist. And there are multiple scenes where there are corpses dressed exactly like them in different spots in the casino getting closer and closer to the vault and he doesn't explain it so like so are they 
in a time loop? And he's like, I don't know. I just felt like putting it in there. Uh, there's a lot of number references to things. On one of the corpses, uh, there's a necklace with three little keyholes. Key. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then the one that this one's wearing has four. So people are thinking that this is the fourth time that they've tried to do this heist. But they're stuck in a time loop. I don't, like I said, Zack Snyder just tossed things into this movie and then did not acknowledge it later. This could either be something he just felt like doing, or it could be something that he has the option of expanding on on the up the supposed upcoming sequel. Yes, because they are working on Planet of the Dead. So maybe that's going to pop up later that people are just stuck in this Groundhog Day world. <laughs> I don't know. It It's a crazy one, but I absolutely love this movie. It was really good uh, for a heist movie. It's pretty damn good. You get, you know, get tough guys, serious guys, and you get silly people all working together. And that's what I like in a good heist movie. I like just a hodgepodge of people trying to get to something. And unlike a lot of heist movies, this one gets pretty depressing because they're bad people doing bad stuff. And so, you know, not everybody's going to ride off into the sunset. So, uh, but no, Greg, uh, what did you think about Army of the Dead? Love it. Uh, this is my second time watching it. I watched it when it first came out. I guess it was last year it came out, 2021. Yeah. Um, what I love about this film is what I love about any effective, entertaining heist film is a solid ensemble cast, uh, which has both a good variety of personalities but also uh, personalities that play well off of each other and have multiple dynamics that you find particularly entertaining, whether it be like you have your whole group, but then you have your subgroups of uh, say uh, Dieter and uh, what's Amari uh, Amari's character's name. I don't forgot his name already. Uh, Van. Van Dieter and Van, which that could have been its own buddy cop spinoff in itself right there if you Absolutely. wanted to do <laughs> yeah there's just there's multiple dynamics between multiple people and it's, it's such it's such great fun to watch it's what really makes those films right there is just the interactions between the very variety of personalities that have to work together to to reach common goal it's funny when i finished the film this time Netflix automatically takes you into a preview of the prequel that they've already released, Army of Thieves. And there's a scene where Dieter's like, well, is this one of those things like where we have everyone together and everyone's an expert in different things, but we can only accomplish the goal if we all work together? Yes, that's exactly what this is. So <laughs> it was, it was, that was a funny kind of a hat tip right there. Um, yeah, great, great cast, great playoff of one another. Solid plot. Loved it. Very entertaining. Great action. Great zombie kills. That's all you could ask for. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Greg took the words out of my mouth. It's, with a heist movie, you have to have the right ensemble. That's the only way it'll work. Sure, you can have the most famous people, but if they don't have a good rapport with each other, if they don't, I don't know, if it just doesn't look genuine, and then it just won't be that good of a movie. This movie... It's absolutely amazing. They have a ton of people and they're all fucking funny. Fun fact. So the pilot, she was actually brought into the movie later because there was another comedian, Chris D'Elia, D-E-L-I-A, -D whatever his name is. Uh, he likes to groom uh, younger people and doodle. So he was taken out of this movie. That way better. Mm -hmm. And her name is uh, what Tig, Tig Notaro. And what they had to do because they did almost all the scenes is they green screened her and CGI'd her into scenes. So there are spots where you look at her and it just looks the tiniest bit off. And what there were a couple of yeah, there were a couple of scenes where they just kind of just fit her in it because Ooh, they couldn't go back. Huh? Which character is this? Uh, the pilot. Oh, okay. Okay. And plus, she is a cancer survivor. So they were doing this, you know, during COVID times. So she was all about just not being around a lot of people. And so 
Yeah, they green screened her into a ton of scenes and it worked out. It didn't look bad, but there were a couple of spots that I saw. I'm like, you look the tiniest bit lighter or darker than everybody else in the room. It's like, I can see that you aren't in this scene, but hmm. no, it, it's, it's a fun one. It's, it's, it's great. And Zack Snyder is pretty good at doing movies with tons of people, ensemble situations. Now, Justice League, that's a whole different situation and some people love it and some people didn't like the length of that movie i enjoyed it more than the original justice league movie but uh what do you guys say about wonder woman's music oh every time every time the music plays it's uh what what do they call it it's lamentation it's something like ancient lamentation music plays (laughs) is what the captain says every time she pops up and her her little I wouldn't even call it a theme. It's just noises. But yeah, they could things. The caption says something along the lines of ancient lamentation music. Ah! <laughs> I love it. So uh, there's one big thing about this movie. It actually should have came out around 2007. So when Dawn of the Dead happened in 2004 and everybody was like, damn, that movie made a lot of money. Hey, Zack Snyder, let's make another one. He's like, okay. He came up with this idea. And it spent several years in development hell. So there was something there that just wasn't ready to go. And then Netflix picked up the distribution rights in 2019. So this movie sat quietly for over a decade. And then finally, Netflix is like, nah, we doing this. Let's fucking go. So uh, they had to do a lot of changes. They actually didn't record that much in Las Vegas because Vegas... Uh, a lot of casinos didn't want to have to put up with all the changing of things because they would have to been on their rooftops changing things and all that stuff. So they're like, nah, I don't, we don't want to. So they were in Atlantic City for a lot of it in Albuquerque, New, New Mexico. That's where they did a lot of the filming. So, so hmm. you know, desert and Atlantic City has casinos so they can do the insides and, you know, do rooftops there. Uh, but no. If you haven't seen Army of the Dead, I would absolutely say give it a shot. Uh, there's two sides to it, you know, two sides of the coin. It's a horror movie. It's a zombie film. So if you like zombies, you're going to get your fill of this. And if you love heist films, I think you'll absolutely love it. I honestly think it is more of a heist film than a zombie film, which you, is really, really cool. Like, oh. Have you seen, hey, Greg, have you seen a... Uh, Train to Busan uh, Peninsula. Peninsula. Um, is that the second one? Is that that's a sequel? Yeah. To the and we're not talking like we're not talking no United States attempted no reboot Train to Busan. We're talking about the Train to Busan, a sequel to that. Yeah. Same director, I, same everything. I was completely unaware. Um, now I'm gonna have to. Uh, dive into that oh that was fairly recent then huh yeah uh it's probably five years old now i would say four or five no it released in 2020 oh well damn i don't know anything about time because of covid so the the (laughs) thing with peninsula uh same director so it's his idea of the story continuing it is more action than the first train to busan but it's a heist film guys going to the peninsula into the quarantine zone to get money and then all hell breaks loose. So that's another heist film. So if you want to do that, we could do that one too. It, it's good. I like it. Yeah, we're absolutely going to do that. Yeah. I will say it is a lot more actiony. Some people like the drama from the first one, but it's it's same director. So I say, fuck it, man. If you want to change it and make it a cartoon or make it a fucking musical, whatever, it's his idea. So I'm a little afraid that, I'm going to have such high expectations and I'll be let down because I absolutely love Train to Busan, which is why I keep pushing for a zombie month, but I'm willing to give it a try. It, it's good. It's good on its own, but yeah, it, I mean, it ain't no Train to Busan, bro. It's Train to Busan is one of the best movies, hands down, but it is a solid action movie and a really good heist film, honestly. And the main character, he's a badass, so. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to go for that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get that one too. So, uh, we'll get through this story, and it's like a heist film. You know, you pick people up, and then those people leave, people die, and then someone leaves with the money at the end. 
or do they? <laughs> Maybe the money wasn't the, the whole thing at all. Maybe it was friendship. That's the real treasure. Yeah. No, it's zombies. So we go back a couple of months or years and we meet up with this convoy driving from Area 51. So fun fact, while they're driving down the road, if you look real closely, you see two UFOs flying above them. So Zack Snyder just added that in just, I don't know, for the fuck of it, I guess. I, I don't know. Like I said, this movie has a chock full of everything. He just threw everything at the wall and just giggled when people saw these things. So this convoy there driving down the road and one of the guys is like, hey, what's in the back? And he's like, something special, man. I don't know what it is. You know, they don't tell us. And they get hit by a car. This dude is getting some sloppy toppy from his newly, newly wedded wife. Good for him. And he takes his eyes off the road. Not good for him. And he explodes. <laughs> the car crashes into the convoy and it just instantly goes up. I was like, God damn. I understand so, the thrill and all, but just just pull over. It's you're in the desert. No one's coming right? through. Just I'm like, pull over. like, man, this is really fun, but I kind of want to like be safe. So let's just you know, like live after this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so I can get more of this. <laughs> <laughs> so the convoy carrying the question mark thing in the back. Oh no, the door opened. Holy shit. That's like a six foot weird skinned dude. And he's biting people. And he's really quick. <laughs> he's out there weaving bullets and shit. This dude's scary. So the convoy, they get murdered. And on the radio, the people in charge are like, get away from that the convoy get away from the package do not mess with it and they're like but the door's open get away from it and they're like but it's open and then they all get eaten so we don't know for sure if that was a man-made situation or something that they found uh zach Snyder left that open to interpretation so hey that giant guy is a zombie or maybe he just has this weird disease that's not from earth might be an alien we don't know <laughs> But what we do know is anytime he bites people, they get back up and really fast and they can take a lot of bullets. And unfortunately, they are a mile away from Las Vegas. And so we get this cool montage slow-mo playing of Viva Las Vegas by Richard Cheese. Just like in the first Zack Snyder zombie film, Dawn of the Dead, he did what, Down with the Sickness? But he did like a lounge version, which is a really good version of it. So in this, so he does. Does Zack Snyder really enjoy covers? Probably. I know he loves the whole, hey, this song is really happy. Let's put it with the background of stuff really getting fucked up. <laughs> and, and he really likes songs that don't have good lyrics, but make them sound happy. He loves doing that, too. It's so like Down With The Sickness. That Those lyrics are not good. But Richard Cheese made it all happy sounding. And it's like, yeah, Down With The Sickness. So... The zombies take over Las Vegas. And then instead of showing us the beginnings of the heroes, we get montages of them also. And so we see Dave Batista. Hey, it's Batista. Good for him. <laughs> and we see some of his friends, and they are going into Las Vegas and saving people. And some of them are looking for family members that were there. And Batista finds his wife and his daughter inside of that zone and towards the end they get some type of message saying you need to get the fuck out because we are blocking las vegas off and so uh military they try their best to take you know to take on the zombies you know because obviously hey they're just zombies we got thumbs and guns and shit we can win this no every time they go in it, they just get swarmed uh, I don't understand why they don't just lure them all in one direction with sound and then just drop the biggest bomb. Later on, they come up with that idea. But I would have just... Vegas would not have been there. But I guess they tr were trying to save Vegas. So Yeah, they, yeah they, they probably want to save Vegas. And they're still, at this time, you know, in the montage, probably time period-wise, there's still humans about that they're trying to save. Uh, for instance, the one lady who's not even a character in the film because she dies in this montage. Her daughter. You're right. She was in that bitch fighting for her life and the daughter's life. And these people, they're, they're pretty cutthroat. She saves this one couple from a car and she sees that the guy has a bite on his arm and she just, and shoots them both in the head. 
she's not even going to be like, hey, maybe we can save you later. There's a cure. There's no fucking cure. If you get bit, <laughs> you are it's already over. dead. I was like, damn, they are, they are about that life. So Batista, he gets out and saves his family. Oh, no. Cool lady from the beginning. She gets bit. And then her daughter and her, they hug. And then they get smushed by <laughs> the falling wall blocking off Las Vegas. So that's real sad. But Batista and a couple of his friends get out. And so they all go their separate ways because the what they call it the zombie wars, they're effectively yes. over because there's no reason for you to go back in there in a large scale. So six years later, casino owner Bly Tanaka, hey, we're going to see a lot of this asshole. He comes up to, his name is Scott Ward, but I'm going to call him Batista because he's Batista to me. So he, he tells Batista that there is a fuck ton of money still in his casino in Las Vegas. And he wants him to recover the $200 million from his vault before the military drops a nuke on the city. So he has, I want to say it was like five days. Not even. Well, later on at that time changes, but I want to say maybe three to four days. I was like two. Anyway. Yeah. He has time. So Scott Batista, he says, yeah, let me grab some people. And then we get the cool montage of him hopping around, finding his buddies. So Maria Cruz is one of his teammates. And she's like, yeah, I'm down. Like, and he tells her that, hey, we, we're grabbing all this money, but we get 50 million. 15 for you, 15 for Van, 15 for me. Or, yeah. And then the last 5 million will just not tell everybody else how much they're supposed to get paid and just give them smaller increments. Uh, real talk. If me, Greg, and Steve work on some heist, they're like, yeah, 15 for you, 15 for me, 15 for Steve. And then give all those other assholes less. <laughs> they don't got to know how much. <laughs> how that never came up as a discussion, especially considering the moment you open the vault and see that much money. I'm going to ask if I'm one of those, you know, those tertiary characters. Um, why am I only getting paid 50 grand? That seems like a whole lot more. Like I should. Well, t- t- I take that back. Mary- Peters brought it up. She's like, I think we should be, you know. So I'm I'm pretty important here, so I need to get a raise. <laughs> but no one else brings it up. You yeah. think, especially once they see how much money they're, they're grabbing, like, um, I'm gonna need a raise right now. Let's renegotiate uh, it at this moment. Oh, I'm not even I just would have stayed quiet and we just would have had an extra bag and just putting stuff in. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh because Batista sure did put like a stack in his shirt, like, yeah, put three, four stacks in this. <laughs> Put some stacks in Greg's pants. I'm like, there we go. <laughs> time to go. Time to go. Tax <laughs> free. You're fucking right about that. So he picks up his friends, Maria and Van, and they're down. They're a little nervous. Van seems to have a little bit of PTSD because he's like, man, I shot a lot of people. And at first I thought I'm just zombies. No, nah, they're fucking people. And I remember their faces. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get kind of wild. Uh, he talks to his friend Marianne or Peters, and she's a helicopter pilot, and doesn't even really ask what the job is, and just like, "Hey, you want some money?" She's just, just yeah, <laughs> because she quote hates my life so deeply. <laughs> <laughs> I love people like that. Like, bro, I'm poor and I hate everything. Yeah, I'll do it. Hey, it's kind of dangerous. You don't got to tell me anything. I said yes already, man. <laughs> Stop talking. We're good. We're, we're good. Right. And they pick up a German safe cracker, Ludwig Dieter. Yeah. One of the best people in this movie. So uh, he is the, I don't know how to kill kind of guy, but it's fine. He's, a, he's awesome and funny. And they pick up a sharpshooter that makes videos on YouTube killing zombies. Uh, Mikey, Mikey Guzman and brings... Uh, along his friend Chambers. Uh, Chambers looking great. And she was doing work out there. So Tanaka, he has his second in command, Martin, join the team because he has all the key cards on his like little zippy little ties on his shirt and stuff. And plus the security. Right. And plus, if you're getting a team to get your stuff, you probably need somebody there watching it so they don't just take the stuff and go another direction. Uh, Cause I sure would. Like, hey, uh, this dude wants us to take get get his money back, Otis. Oh, okay, and it's like 
hey, meet me over here with the money. Okay. And I'm just going to take a right turn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm leaving the country with all this money. I don't give a fuck about that dude. So I get, I get why. So as they're working on the group and how they're going to actually get out and into Vegas, because it is completely blocked off. But just like The Last of Us and many other versions of zombie movies, there's always little stupid ways to get in that no one knows except a few people. And so they meet a smuggler named Lily and she gets people in and out and goes in probably to grab items and stuff like that. So, and Ward or Batista's daughter, Kate, uh, she is estranged because Batista had to kill his wife because she got the zombie virus. And so he had to choke her out and he feels that Kate is mad at him for killing her mom, which is, I guess, a reasonable thing, but he kind of scooted off afterward. He's like, I ain't think he liked me anymore. So I just kind of ran off. And so she's upset. She works at the quarantine camp and wants to help everybody. So she goes because a mom went into Vegas and has not come back and she's grumpy about it. So she wants to go in to find her friend. And then they pick up Burt Cummings, this raper, abusive camp security guard. Hey, it's Shades from Luke Cage. Uh, he's just got a douchebag face. And so the second I saw him, I was like, oh, you're a bad person. I know you are. <laughs> the, combination little... of, the combination of the mustache and the sneer. Yeah. And plus he had that top flight fucking security guard outfit. I was like, I know you. You ain't nothing good in this movie. He is a terrible person. So they head into Las Vegas and they meet up with a zombified tiger, which I thought was pretty legit. I was like, holy fuck, that tiger is a zombie. So when they go in, Lily says that there's a couple of things they have to do, rules they follow when they go in, and they'll be absolutely fine. Because there's a group of smart zombies named Alphas in the group. And they're like, well, what do we have to do? And she takes the douchebag Cummings gun and shoots him in the leg. And she's like, this is what we do. And Cummings is like, oh, my God, shoot her back, y'all. And everybody stays. Help me. You're right. Help me. Uh, so they leave him on the ground, and the alpha, uh, one alpha pops up, and it's like a super strong looking zombie. And then the queen zombie pops up, and they drag him away to the Olympus Casino. And so uh, in the montage at the beginning, we see that the first zombie, the we'll just, his name is Zeus in the movie, that Zeus looks at this giant statue of Zeus and he's like, huh, that looks like me. And so later on, we find out that he took the look of Zeus. He has a cape and everything and he has a staff. And so that's what he went as. So uh, they drag Cummings into the casino and the alpha leader Zeus is there and bites his arm and then dumps him into the sea of zombies. And they kind of lift him up like, hip hip hooray, you're one of us. <laughs> and so they drag him off. So Lily leads the group now that they have the okay of the queen to be there. Queen's like, just don't fuck with stuff and you're good, I guess, maybe. So it, I guess it's more of a, you know, who's in charge here and you gave us an offering. So you, you know that we're in charge. So that's fine with us. So they are walking through a giant hive of normal zombies and they're hibernating. So I guess when there's nothing to do, the zombies just kind of, go stiff in different positions so as they're walking through martin the douchebag the whole time saying like why do y'all keep thinking i'm a douchebag i'm a good dude he starts being a douchebag makes sense so <laughs> um so chambers uh guzman's friend she is at the end of the line and she tells martin that i don't fucking trust you you like a piece of shit you go first and so batista set down these um uh, what are they? Light sticks. Glow sticks. Glow sticks. Yeah, glow sticks. So they know which way to go. So Martin grabs a glow stick, throws it another direction. Like, fuck you, bitch. And he scoots off. Uh, the fact that they weren't really close to each other while they were walking is really stupid. And the fact that she couldn't see the light from where they were going, because they still had their lights on. But I don't know. I guess it was really dark in there. So she chambers she bumps into a couple of zombies and they wake up and so she starts stabbing zombies the second they they're quietly waking up she stabs them in the head and just tells them to shh, 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 go to sleep go to sleep 
and she does this to like five zombies. So she's actually doing pretty good to keeping everything under control. And unfortunately, like this pot falls and then all hell breaks loose. And so she starts shooting. Everybody starts shooting. And she gets pretty far and almost back to the group. And then she gets surrounded and bitten. And Guzman's all types of sad because I guess, I mean, that was his really good friend. And he shoots the gasoline canister on her back and she explodes and the horde blows up too. So they arrive at Tanaka's casino and Martin and no, uh, Batista and his daughter, they turn on the power and Peters goes to the roof to get the helicopter ready because what they're going to do is go down to the, to the vault, crack it open, get the money, get on the helicopter and get the fuck out of here as quick as they can because zombies are everywhere and they've already shot in there. So they really need to leave. And Dieter is going to work on the vault. So Martin and Lily, they stay outside of the casino to keep watch, quotation mark. But then we learn that Martin talked to Lily and is like, hey, man, I can get you a lot more money. And honestly, the money's not really the thing we're looking for. We want one of these alphas heads, because if we can get one of these heads, then we can bite people and turn them into alphas. And then we have unlimited power just like every douchebag corporate person in a movie with a scary thing like an alien or yeah alien and aliens there was always somebody like hey let's let us have one of these eggs and we'll take it back to earth and we'll keep it under control we we know what we're doing everybody says that before the invasion of aliens happened and like we just want to use it as a bioweapon and you know save the world from the bad guys Happens in every movie, so no fucking shit it was going to happen. So they lure the queen into the open, and Martin, like, hits her with a fucking, like, net. <laughs> and she goes down and uses a garrote and cuts her head off. I was like, damn, that's fucking cool. Unbeknownst to them, the queen was pregnant with a zombie fetus. We don't understand how or why, but, <laughs> yeah. In the, the first Dawn of the Dead, I mean, they made that one zombie baby. So I guess it is possible to make something in a dead body. Yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Zeus finds uh, the body and is upset and he sends the alphas to the casino. He's like, no, nah, we're running up on, on them. Let's go. Let's go kick some ass. They see a news report and it says that the government push the nuclear strike forward. And now they have an hour and a fucking half to get out. So get into the vault. I brought this up earlier, but it's around this time that Van brings up the whole, that time might be in a loop. And there is one clue to this because at the beginning, when they're explaining the plan, they talk about what everybody's going to do and they show Dieter in front of the vault and he's like, and Dieter's going to open the vault. The number of locks on the vault wall, there are actually three of them. But then when he gets to the vault in the movie, there are four locks. And so people are like, oh, we were actually watching the group before their, cha- their time in there. So there's all these like theories that Anytime they show like some flash forward or or an idea, it we're watching someone else's try in the movie before. It, it's this is a weird ass movie, uh, but like I said, you see multiple corpses dressed like our characters, and no one really says anything. Like Batista, there's a zombie, there's a dead body with a scarf just like him and a shirt, and they're just like, huh. and they just move on. I'm like, that's my fucking shirt. That that name tag says Otis. No, I don't. Yeah, it does. Look, it's right there. <laughs> but what are you going to do? So Dieter is working on the vault and he's pretty damn good at it. And I love uh, what's the name of the song, Greg, that when the vault opens. Oh, man. Uh, Goddard. Oh, what was it's the name not, of it? That's an opera. I just don't remember which one. Oh, uh, Goddard Damarung. It's, it's from the ring cycle. It's I think the last movement in the ring so I haven't listened to that in a very long time it's it's Wagner it's really good 
but I, I imagined it was the one that he referenced himself prior to to yeah oh there's tons of nods to things like that and that scene kind of reminded me of Die Hard when they got the vault open finally they're all like looking at each other like Merry Christmas <laughs> so Dieter gets the vault open hooray and everybody's stuffing their their fucking pockets they're like fucking turn up man so martin and lily they get back to the group and they're like hey everything's fine outside and it's like well let's find our let's find us a way out of here so when the vault is open martin scoots off with the the good exit and locks it off for the whole group and martin's like nah we don't care about the money we just want the zombie head so uh deuces i'm out and Lily's like, I should have known you were going to betray me, you betrayer. <laughs> and while all this is happening, while they are fighting, Ward finds out that his daughter left to look for the friend. The thing that she said she was going to do if she went into the Las Vegas zone, she finally did it. And Batista's like, son of a bitch, you know? So he is ready to go off and look for her. And he finds out that Cruz, his friend is like, hey, uh, I, we never really talked about this, but I'm in love with you. And I think you're in love with me. We really need to work this out. And Batista's like, yeah, I was really scared. I thought I fucked it all up back in the day. Yeah. Once we get out of this zombie stuff, we should be together and, and all that kind of things. Yeah, that sounds great. It looks like we're going to have a great, fruitful, successful life after this. The elevator door opens and Cruz gets her head turned 180 degrees. And then her spine kind of pops out of her skin. They didn't even bother biting her. <laughs> no, he just said, yeah. <laughs> he just ripped her shit around. Uh, Batista is very beside himself at this point. And he starts swinging on all these zombies. It kills them all. It's really cool. And so everybody starts scrambling. Uh, we got to go. He's like, fill up the money. Fill up as much as you can because we got a time limit and the zombies are here. So while this is happening, we get a couple of groups splitting off. So Lily is trying to catch up to martin and she is cutting a hole through the wall while batista and guzman are keeping her safe while that's happening van and Dieter are at the vault and so they choose hey either we can run off or we can go grab some money and van and Dieter look at each other they're like let's go get some money <laughs> like some greedy sons of bitches uh they should have already had the money on them that's where they fucked up so they run toward the vault Oh, sweet Jesus, Zeus is here, the Alpha. And Zeus is really smart because he put a helmet on. So he is head headshot proof. And I was like, damn, that's really fucking smart of a zombie to do. So Van rolls up to try to fight Zeus. And boy, howdy, he gets his ass beat. It makes sense. Like Zeus is a superpowered monster thing. And just as he's about to get bit by Zeus, oh no, Dieter runs in clocks Zeus in the head and pushes Van into the vault and closes the door. So Dieter, he goes down like a G, saving his friend. And I was like, oh, man. So Batista, Lily, and Guzman, they make it to the lobby of the casino, and they are fighting their asses off. If you look in the back of the one of the scenes, I think it's an hour and 55 minutes in, you see a group at a table. It's their corpses with the same clothes on so it just shows every time you show their bodies they're just closer and closer to the to the vault or actually getting out so uh, like i said it's a big old loop y'all so they are running off and then guzman he gets bit he actually is looking back towards batista he's trying to keep him safe and batista for some reason is just way behind and guzman gets bit and then he pulls a grenade and blows himself the fuck up and i was like man guzman man so you know how can i say goodbye to yesterday guzman how can i say <laughs> goodbye? <laughs> so uh while this is happening we see martin and martin is just fucking skipping his fat ass down the street like la la, la. i got out with the zombie head i'm a piece of shit he looks into the bag just you know just to look in the bag at the zombie head oh no lily switched it out with a money counter and he's like god damn it and then he looks behind him. Hey, it's a zombified uh, tiger. And that tiger fucks him up. <laughs> and actually smushes his head. It 
bites his head and just cracks it like a fucking watermelon. I was like, damn, that was really fucking cool. <laughs> so they make it to the roof and Peters is like, yeah, I, 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 I'm getting the helicopter ready. Let's do this. So Zeus pops up on the roof with them. And so Lily grabs the queen's head out of the bag and tells Batista, hey, get on the, get on the helicopter. Just get out of here. I got this. And so as the helicopter flying away, Lily looks at the helicopter like, damn, I wish I was on there. And Zeus throws a spear at her and catches her and pins her to the wall. So Lily, with her last ounce of strength, throws the queen's head off the roof of the casino and hits the ground, just splats quietly. <laughs> and then she gets fucked up. So Peters is like, hey, we, we made it. Did you get any money? Like, nah, man, we ain't get no fucking money. We got to go. And she's like, okay. And then Batista tells Peters, no, take me to the Olympus Casino. I got to save my daughter because she's an idiot. And Peters is like, we got like 10 minutes, bro, before the nuke drops. And he's like, okay, give me the time. I'll be back. The longest nine minutes ever. Bro, I was thinking about that. I was like, this is fucking long. <laughs> like, how so, are they making this? Yeah. So Kate, she finds the lady she's looking for. Hooray. That's awesome. And then she finds the douchebag that was in the group at the beginning, Cummings. He's like an alpha. And he bites one of the other girls that was like captured. And so Batista <laughs> saves his daughter and Gita is her name, the lady that all this whole movie's about, I guess. <laughs> and they get onto the helicopter. So they get to the helicopter. Oh, at first, the helicopter's not there. And they pull in aliens, just like with Ripley telling Bishop, hey, I'm going to be back in 20 minutes. This station's going to blow up in 22 minutes. I'll be back in 20. Do not leave without me. And Lance Hendrickson's like, okay, man, fuck, I won't leave. Second she gets back up there with the girl and save the day, Bishop ain't there. And she's like, God damn it. And then Bishop pops up later. He's like, I couldn't stay there. It's dangerous. And so they hop onto the ship. And just like aliens, the bad guy hops onto the ship with them. It's a lot of, a lot of nods to alien in this movie. And so Batista is fighting Zeus on the helicopter. And his daughter is like, oh, sweet Jesus. Batista gets his right arm bent backwards. I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, he's trying his best to fight off a superpowered zombie. And so they are flying and they actually get out of the zone. And I'm very happy for them. And then Nuke goes down. And right before the shockwave gets to them, Kate pushes the gun toward her dad. Batista grabs a gun and shoots Zeus in the head. And, but not before taking a bite from Zeus. And then the head explodes and there's a little bit of blue color that comes from the head. I didn't understand it, but I don't know. And so the helicopter crashes. Man, I'm so glad that they saved that chick that they, the reason that Kate went into the whole zone for. Oh, she died. Oh, okay. And Peters is dead. Well, fuck. <laughs> and Batista's fucked up and he is turning into a zombie. Wow. So Batista tells his daughter that she, uh, that they need to make a food stand, a food truck where they sell lobster sandwiches. And I was like, hell yeah. Because he's sick because everyone loves lobster sandwiches. And I was like, God damn right we do. <laughs> and then he turns into a zombie. But not before giving his daughter a stack of money he put in his shirt. Just like I would have stacked money in my shirt and Greg would have stacked some in his shirt. He's like, hey, take my, take my shirt money and live a good life out there. And then she has to shoot her dad in the head. And then a rescue helicopter arrives. So, hey, that's fine. They got some money and all the zombies are dead. Hooray, there's no more zombie issues. Hey, look at that. Van inside the vault survived the blast and he leaves with all the money. He's got three or four bags and he wobbles his ass out of LA or Las Vegas and he makes it to a, a spot where they have planes for rent. He goes up to the lady and he's like, I'd like to rent a plane, please to go anywhere but here uh, in Mexico City and the lady's like no this is very expensive and no and he drops three giant stacks of money I don't even know what a stack is in that 
I don't know if that was a million bucks. No, it's probably a hundred thousand. It was like fat stacks he put down. Yeah. 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 Six, so, six figures, probably. Yeah. So drops a couple of those in front of her and she's like, let's see what we can do. And then Van is on the plane and he's like, hell yeah. And they're drinking, popping champagne, being happy. And he gets up and he wobbles a little bit. And they're like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just got to go to the restroom real quick. And he goes to the restroom and he's feeling pretty shitty. And he looks everywhere because he's got blood all on him and stuff and bruises. And then he looks at his arm and there's a bite mark. And he just goes, shit. <laughs> and then the, the pilot says that they are starting their uh, approach into Mexico City. So that's where uh, the zombies continue. So it makes sense. All you need is one. All you need is one. So, Which will then naturally lead into what they have appropriately titled Planet of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm pumped if they keep it going. I mean, my favorite people aren't here anymore, but, you know, there'll be other cool people, I guess. But, Indeed. but that's Army of the Dead. This movie, it's, it's a fun one. So, Greg, who is your favorite character in Army of the Dead? Oh, tough call, which is a good sign because that means you have multiple great characters and a great ensemble cast when you have to really think about it. But I will go with Peters. For me, the funniest one, and and, and right from the jump too, when they're <laughs> when they initially when they initially try to recruit her, she didn't want any details. She had no questions. Oh, we're we're gonna, uh, how much? Okay, I'm in. I'm in, no doubt. <laughs> and <laughs> as I brought up earlier, the line that was probably the funniest for me in the entire film, as subtle as it was, like you don't want to know anything about this, the danger thing. Like, look. I hate my life so deeply. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, Peters is really fucking funny. I had a good time. Uh, and like I said before, if you can make me care about the supporting characters in a movie, it doesn't matter what the main character is doing or the villain. I- I'm happy already. So, but out of everybody, I picked Dieter. Dieter was like, my favorite because it's that person that doesn't understand the severity of the situation but then it's like this shit's gonna get real bro like get, get it together and like i got it i got it but then when you put them in the situation where they are important like fucking did it like getting that vault open and telling everybody like shut the fuck up and let me let me do this you know and then they're like, he, was, he was very rattled throughout the entire thing until it's but once it came down for time for him to do his job it's like Everybody shut up. I'm in charge now. If you want this done right, you will shut up so I can hear these 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 locks unhinging. Which I thought was really cool. And it's it's a shame Dieter is gone. Some people were like, well, you didn't actually see him die. That motherfucker did. But uh, there is a prequel story to this movie with Dieter. And Dieter's like the main character. So uh, it's another heist film. So yeah, uh, way more true heist. I mean, the, the zombie... The zombie issue in Nevada is in the plot as far as like, oh, look what's going on over in America. Um, but more of a true heist, it seems like. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, it looks pretty solid. So uh if so I, great. If I if I was gonna pick Dieter, then I would more specifically pick the dynamic and the the, the oh, Dieter and Van. Dieter and Van, absolutely. <laughs> Van could not stand him throughout that throughout most of that film and then van comes to really respect him once it gets time to crack in that code and unlocking that safe and by then he's 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 he has an appreciation for him and i just loved how that dynamic grew because he was not having it with him at first he was oh yeah in his in van's eyes he was dead weight and an amateur all very true annoying very true My favorite part about Deer was his multiple incidents where he just screams, which is, <laughs> <coughs> which I think is, which I think resonates with with everyone watching that film because it's like, well, I'm not gonna be that hardcore guy that's just staring, 
staring death in the eyes unflinchingly, I'm going to be screaming and I'm going to be crying for help and asking for someone much larger and more capable than, than me to save me from this incident. And that happened at least three times. Oh, yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it was a no-brainer to have a prequel using Dieter. Yeah. And I'm curious if that was in the cards right when they did this movie or afterward when people were like, Dieter's fucking cool. Can we get more of that? So I'm very curious, like the time period or how much time it took for them to want to make a movie with him. It did it really quickly, really quickly. Yeah, which makes me think that they probably had an idea, which was really cool. So it's a shame Dieter's gone because I'd love to see more of Dieter. So I would have loved to have seen something with Dieter and Van specifically. Yeah, like should have. <laughs> yeah, that could have been like a for this particular universe that could have been their. Hobbs and Shaw, I yeah. suppose. They both should have been on that plane and then they both had like bites. And they're like, oh shit. You know, something. <laughs> I don't know. Zombie buddy cop film sequel. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, Greg, who was your least favorite character in Army of the Dead? I'm going to put aside the obvious ones. I'm not going to go with Cummings. I'm not going to go with Martin. I'm going to go with Kate. Don't like her attitude. And more so than that, I mean, you can you can explain away the attitude part. I mean, that rubs me the wrong way just because, you know, I'm around teenagers with attitude all the time. Although I shouldn't say teenager because she's definitely not a teenager. She's in her 20s. But yeah. um, and actually not that much younger than me. Um, but <laughs> that aside, clear liability. And if she is not on this on this in this crew making the decisions that she made to run off once things are wrapping up less people die and her father told her stick with me because other people in their family who have families are involved in this and we can be you know that kind of your decision making can affect them and sure enough her decision making decision making affected them and then didn't even do what she set out to do Greg coming back and she has to live with the guilt and at the very end she has to now she now understands the feeling of having to the feeling that her father had when he had to take out his wife because she had to take out her own father you Greg just said all the words I was going to say and I'm surprised I thought you were going to take the bait of the obvious you know the bad guy it's like the rapist or you know just the bad guy in the movie it's like oh I'm evil look at me no, Kate is the worst. Like Batista told her, like, like, hey, I know you want to save this chick or whatever. Like, we just stick to the plan. We we gotta get the fuck out of here. And she's like, oh, I got time. Let me just wobble my ass over to this casino. Oh no, I need help. If she didn't go there and they just left from Tanaka's casino, it'd have been Batista, Kate. I don't know if Lily would have survived. I don't know. It, at least Batista would have made it out of there without a bite. But then, yeah. you know, he had to go to the the Olympic, uh, the Olympic casino and fight for his life over there. And then it, it, the chick she went out to save died anyway. So it, it wasn't even, it, it was a waste. It was an absolute waste. And just like he said. She had, no business, she had no business even getting on the trip, jumping on to try to save her anyway, because that is a grown woman who made her own decision. To yeah. try to do that, she is gone. You yeah. you ha- you try to convince her not to. As a grown woman, you can help take care of her kids, but that ain't up to you to go get her. And she tried to she she tried to put the blame on Lily and punch her out as if Lily forced forced that mother's hand and Gita's hand and make her go out go out there and try. Uh, just ugh, case the worst. Yes, she is. I wish Katie was with us today because I feel like she would argue this. I'm going to have to ask her later what she feels. Well, I'll sit down with her and watch this again. It was a good movie, but she'll probably I be like... I, th- I think she's going to pick Cummings. Oh, yeah. And easy. I, and I think she would have argued in favor. I think she would have defended Kate. I really do think well, she would have. Well, it probably would have been something like, well, there were some good intentions there. And there were good intentions. She wants to save people. I get it. But she's not a realist. And in a world where there are zombies, yeah, I know you want to save this person, but one bite and it's over 
you can't save everybody, Kate. And she, yeah. So, but no, Cummings is a piece of crap. So, so let's do seven word synopsis. I have a couple of them. Um, first one is, was that a robot zombie, Zack Snyder? So yeah, there was at least one robot zombie in this movie and it does not get explained. Great heist movie with tons of zombies. And like I said, this is a heist movie and just sprinkled like some Parmesan cheese of zombies on top. Uh, smart zombies, robots, time travel loops. Wow. Never thought I'd see all of that in a zombie film. And then my last one, which ties into our least favorite character. So Kate's, so Kate's rescue mission was a bust. She didn't save nobody. Speaking of Kate, have you watched Yellow Jackets? No, is it worth it? Absolutely. And hey. she's, I, I saw, I, this is my second time watching it. And I remember, and I definitely saw this film before, this film came out before Yellow Jackets. But then re watching it today, I'm looking at her, I'm like, she looks absolutely familiar. She is a character on Yellow Jackets. And that, you're going to love that show. You should absolutely watch that show. Yeah. I saw the trailer for it. I just haven't sat down and had a chance to look at it. It looks really cool. Oh, you definitely should watch it. You're going to enjoy it for yeah, sure. Folks that went through some shit. I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mine, I got two. Killing zombies for money. No questions asked. <laughs> Everyone in that crew was like, except for Dieter, obviously. Everyone was like, all right, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. But Dieter is like all of us. Like, hold on. I need some clarifications on some things. Right. And, <laughs> and, and to bring up the prequel one more time in that in the in the trailer for the prequel. So, uh, they they have the whole crew together and they go over what's about to ha- happen. It's like, anyone have any questions? Everyone's like, no. He's like, I actually have about a hundred. Like, <laughs> I need to as an as an everyday guy, as a as an ordinary Joe, I gotta know information here. I'm not just kick the door down, guns blazing. <laughs> and my other one, because everyone loves a god dang lobster roll. Damn right, they're good. And we. We, we didn't mention it, but I did enjoy the bit where, and they, they didn't abuse it three times throughout the film. He's changing up his idea of, well, when we get out of here and we have this money, let's, I'm going to have this food truck. What am I going to serve on this food truck? First, okay. it was, first, it was artisan grilled cheese. Then it was, I'm just going to make a whole bunch of different things with tofu, because apparently you can make tofu with anything. And he came yeah. up with some terrible ideas. <laughs> and, then he, and then as he's dying, he, he winds up with, everyone loves a god dang lobster roll. Like and an then, art, and then artisan, it, yeah, an artisan grilled art, cheese with lobster on it. Shit, gimme! Oh god, that sounds terrible. So your arteries just clogging up. Oh god, I feel sick. <laughs> so, uh, this film it came out May fourteenth, twenty twenty one. There is a budget, even though it is a Netflix film. Technically, not really a Netflix film, but they say it is. So well, it is with limited, it was a limited theatrical release. So, I mean, like the money they made off of theaters is very minimal because, I mean, it's mostly Netflix. Yeah. So what do you think the budget was, Greg? I already know what it is. I looked it up. It's 70. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the 70 to the 90 million mark. It's uh, not the same without another person to compete against. It is right. <laughs> hey, Bella, what do you think it was? She's like, uh, <laughs> right. Five cat treats. Five cat treats. That's it. Shit. Okay. <laughs> that's uh, that's worth weight in gold for a cat, man. Hell yeah. So yeah, with this movie, it and that's honestly pretty cheap for a Zack Snyder film, I think. But they had to spend a ton of money to CG a new character into the movie. Apparently, it cost millions to put uh, Tig Notaro into the movie, which is absurd. You know, but they didn't want a troublesome person in the movie because that just would have had people like, I ain't watching it. That rapist is in it. So I get it. And he even that important of a character, like just the pilot. You can get fucking erased. (laughs) I get that. So the box office, what Wikipedia says was $1 million. And so just like Greg said, there was a limited release, but this is COVID times y'all. And this isn't even like, spider-man covid times because everybody just said fuck it at that point when spider-man came out and that movie i think it's probably made a billion now and with dr strange that movie is 
made some money because everybody said thug life i'm still going to the theater so it this movie has got its love and people watched it i know when the movie came out the what the 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 what do they call it on netflix the watch most some, watched and streamed yeah the stream Come numbers the viewership was absolutely amazing in the first 28 days they they were watched in 75 million households so everybody watched it and i guess for netflix that's good because uh, it it seems like popular shows or movies if people don't keep watching it like if everybody watches something during the first week or two like cowboy bebop and then just like well i watched it i don't have to watch it again they're like no one liked it i'm like no man we all just watched it real fast so what are you gonna do oh greg so since Batista's in this movie, I don't know if you remember this, but WWE had a tie-in to this movie. Do you remember the match? Oh, my God. It had the Miz in it, didn't it? Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. my God. I do remember this vaguely. Yes. So the Miz. Oh, it was like, was it like the zombie lumberjack match or something? There you go. That's my boy. Oh, God. Who did he wrestle? Was it Batista? It wasn't Batista, though. No, no, no. Uh, Batista did like a voiceover, but it was Damian Priest. Oh, I miss him because this was when he was still wait, good wait, after Bad Bunny. Wait, you said Damian Priest? I was thinking of who was I thinking of? I was thinking of Sandow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do not. I do not miss Damian Priest. <laughs> He's still yeah. here, and I still don't like him. Damian Mizdale. Oh, oh So yeah, I remember watching. We watched that lumberjack match. I was like, "What the fuck is hey, happening?" He got in, didn't he get he got injured in that match. He hurt his knee. Yeah, and that's why. He got, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he got swarmed by zombies. He's like, ah, they they killed oh, him. My. Then he oh, came back. <laughs> terrible, so terrible. So the New York People Post are so bad. They're like, so you have this terrible match. And then he gets hurt in this terrible match. <laughs> right. That's the damnedest part right there. Like the motherfucker got hurt in it. They're like, oh my God. Oh God. So the New York Post said that that match was one of the one of WWE's saddest moments ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I we sat there and watched it. We're like, the fuck was that? Oh God. Was it a pay-per-view as well? Yes. Oh, it was at Backlash. Oh, God. And it certainly got backlash, that's for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, so it was right after WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah, Miz got eaten at the end. Then he came back. <laughs> I don't even think they explained when he just got swarmed by the zombies. Like, did they just tickle you? What, what'd they do, bro? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Everything went dark and then I got away. I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. I woke up in bed and they were filming Ms. and Mrs. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I woke up and I was just sticky. <laughs> then I came home. That was it. I took a shower. <laughs> okay, so Greg, do you have anything else to say about Army of the Dead? Uh, no. Other than the fact that there's just so many characters, I'm like, like, hey, that guy from that show. Um, it was, it was, it's really fun to see Omari in a different role than I'm used to seeing because I am a big fan of Power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I know him from. And now Power spun off into literally three to four spinoff shows. Which I, I can't stop myself. I, God, don't get me started on Power. Power. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Scott's love, uh, Batista's love interest. Um, I know her from Narcos and she was also in Power. Uh, I already mentioned Kate being from uh, Yellow Jackets. Uh, Bly is from uh, Last Samurai. Just thank so you. many. Yeah, just so many. Hey, I know you from this. <laughs> and that's usually not the case for me, which obviously they're actors. So you're going to see any movie you watch, you're going to see actors that you know from something else. But it's just for me personally, it's just so many of them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. No, that, it's, it's a great film. Um, I don't know if the next one's going to be a heist. It's probably just going to be a different genre mixed with zombies. Uh, I, I say go for it. Zack Snyder, he can come up with good movies and not have any type of issue behind him. It seems like when he's free to do whatever he wants, things come out smoother. But when he's involved with a company, 
that's when the issues start. And so just like with DC, it's just, I don't know. There's problems and there's things he has to follow. But just like James Gunn, James Gunn, like, let me make a DC movie. Don't mess with me. And DC finally said, okay, he made The Suicide Squad. That movie's fucking great. Then he made Peacemaker. That's a great-ass show. If you haven't seen Peacemaker, watch it. So I think they're starting to learn if you leave some of these directors alone and just let them make their movie or show, it just comes out good. So we'll see if Zack Snyder is able to keep working on stuff because he's going to make a third zombie film uh, or a third of the dead. So we'll, we'll see what it's going to be. As far as the universe for this film, we already mentioned the prequel with Dieter. There is supposed to be a sequel, uh, Planet of the Dead. There's also supposed to be an anime prequel that's supposed to follow the backgrounds of the characters within the ensemble that we just had in Army of the Dead. Awesome. That's what I want. So I absolutely want that to happen, and fingers crossed for that. Yeah, please. Give me more. Yeah, I want to see more of Van. Van and Mikey. Actually, I want to see more of Mikey and his friend Chambers. Because they were fucking cool. So, oh, Guzman, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was fucking cool. At first, he looked like a douchebag, but then later on, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, you kind of are a douche, but he's a cool douche. So it made me happy. The fact that he can, you know, pull off magic bullet styles, you know, kill three zombies with one, that's it. I mean, oh, hell yeah, man. I'd have been posing too if I did that. Kill three zombies with one bullet. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm the shit, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Zack Snyder films or zombie films, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. Or you can go to Facebook and check us out for now until they erase them. But I don't know. Um, but it's Allentown Presents. Yeah, I think that's what Kay says. So uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> she says it like she's been doing it for years now. I don't even think about it anymore. So uh yeah i i love heist films greg loves heist films so uh we're gonna keep on going i don't know if we're gonna stay in the zone of Zack snyder i i mean we know two of them right now two more heist films that are pretty close to this so i'm fine if we can if we just want to stay in this zone the whole time i'm cool with it but um i wouldn't mind if we did another oceans because there's like what four more that we haven't done so I know there's uh, what Ocean's Eight. That's with his sister. Apparently, that's a really good one. So, um, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Huh? It's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's tons of heist films out there. So we'll pick another one and we'll we'll crack them out. So like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another heist film. Okay, bye guys. I cannot stand Kate.